welcome to episode one of the Revolut, unofficial Revolut podcast. Uh, I am your host, um, Michael Thomas, and this is episode one, like I said. So if you're listening to this episode, welcome. Thank you very much for finding us. And right off the bat, I'm going to try and give you a quick sense of what to expect from the show. Um, the structure, as we will have a structure every week that will follow. And hopefully you'll enjoy it and you'll get something out of it. And maybe at some point we can kind of come together in some sort of communication through the interwebs and you can share your opinion on stuff and I can adjust based on opinions and come up with more original content. So what I'm going to lay out today may not be the structure 10 episodes in, may change depending on how I feel, and how we roll. And I feel like this will be very good for the show because at this point, uh, I'm not entirely sure what I would like it to develop into because when I think about this show and what I want to develop into, like I mentioned, it, I just don't know what that is. And it's kind of scary to try and come up with some content. Like, of course, I want to have a bit of about myself or how I've been doing that week, you know, a bit of the intro, cover all that, and then have a point in the show where I talk about maybe the news of Revolut, if there's been any major updates in the app, and try and cover as much as that as possible. It's going to be quite tough, I think, to cover everything, because there's Revolut's obviously going to be different in different countries. Um, announcing different fees and stuff like that or announcing different upgrades and stuff so there will probably be points where I will say things that won't be 100% accurate because maybe I missed something or my source might be incorrect um, so I do apologize off the bat for that but I'm going to do my best because the main reason why I wanted to start this podcast and let's let's call this the intro of the podcast part about myself um I really do enjoy the app Revolut, and I have so much to thank it for. Um, just for some context, I'm uh, in my early 30s, and I would say up until maybe the past year, I might have been living my life like a lot of people are living their lives, just understanding that you get paid money into your account and you don't really need to care about what happens with it other than as long as I can pay my rent and pay for my stuff. And I don't want to look at my account because I don't want to look at it going down. I don't want to look at it because I don't feel in control. I had all of these kind of, uh, you know, feelings whenever I thought about it. Now, I wouldn't say I get anxiety from it. I'm pretty good about um, not getting too overwhelmed by things. But it definitely was just uncomfortable. I never liked looking at it. And I was also... Um, an adult that stupidly had an overdraft of about 700 euro that I spent most of my time in and never really thought like I would get much pay or would have to pay much in fees. I just felt like, oh, okay, it's there. It's good. I'll use it. Um, but I no longer do that. I no longer have a credit card that is in the red, thankfully. Um, I don't have a lot of things that cause me discomfort when it comes to uh, fees and payments and I really have to say that 
the best decision I made was I'm going to try out Revolut as my bank. You know, I'm going to just get my wages paid into Revolut. I'm not going to use any of my other banks that I have. Um, I'm in the process of closing my banks and just going sole Revolut um, until the point, which will probably be in the near future, when I decide to work on buying a home with my partner and our little dog, whose name is Jesse and is right next to me sleeping. Um, you might hear him at some point barking. Um, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I, I really do have a lot to thank uh, Revolut for because it's given me such control over my finances. I check the app daily. I'm not afraid to check it. I feel like I've got everything under control. When I look at my balance, it looks right to me. I don't feel like I'm being charged like anything that I'm not aware of. I feel like I understand the rules. I understand what's to be expected of me as a Revolut customer and what I can expect from Revolut when it comes to being like a customer. Um, for context, I signed up for the Revolut Metal Plan. I signed up for the year, so I managed to get it as, I think maybe it's 10 or 20% off for the year. And I'm very happy that I did that. That's another thing, actually. I I took stock of my life this year about things that are things that I know I'm going to pay for. Um, what can I pay for upfront for a year that I know I'm going to have for the year and hopefully get the best discount? So I wrote out like a list of all the things that I pay for and like I wrote down how much uh, if I just paid the monthly and if I paid all in the year, what would be my total billing and saving? And hopefully, I, maybe if I can find that um, uh, that notepad, um, I don't have it to hand. But when I did that, uh, I would may I would save about a hundred and fifty euro across I think five subscription outlets. Um, so like one is like my movies um, subscription service. Revolut was one of them. Uh, one of them was my PlayStation Network uh, for Sony. I got like a really good deal on like a year, uh, actually two year uh, subscription that I saved like 25% on each. So over the space of two years, I'm saving myself about 50. No, not 50. Sorry. I would be saving myself around maybe 30 if I'm not wrong about that. Um, And I felt like that was really cool. I just felt like, okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to get it done. I'm just going to pay them for the year because I'm like everything I'm paying that I did it for, I'm still using um, and I'm not going to be shutting them down. So it's just kind of like, okay, I can use that money now either to save or to invest. Um, and I felt really cool. I felt like, okay, I'm in control. So I'm look, I'm approaching a lot of my life like that now. I'm approaching my life like um, the mentality of like, do I use this? Do I need this? When was the last time I used it? Will I use it? So, for example, like I have a camera that I haven't used, I'd say, over two years, which is definitely too long. So why keep it? Because there's that day where I might use it like once. Like by now, my phone camera is as good as that Sony camera that I have. And I checked online and the value of them are still pretty good. So why not sell it and get something out of it and use that money for something else? So I'm selling it. Um, and I'm also trying to be uh, minimalist. Um, every week I kind of tackle uh, something that's in the apartment that like 
okay, what can I get rid of or what can I sell? Like, what am I not using? Like every kind of week or every month I try and do this. What I'm doing every week, I do a clean of the apartment and then just try and keep that in the back of my mind. If I see something like, why is this here? Do I need it? You know, how? what's something I can get that can like throw away a lot of other things? So for example, I bought a wow stick on Amazon and people for, who don't know, and this has gotten completely off topic, I do apologize, but I promise I'll get back on topic. We're about nine minutes in, so this is usually the length I would like the intros to be and talk about myself or talk about my week. So I'll, this will be the last thing about it. Um, I bought a WoW stick, which is uh, really cool and a lot a, a lot better than I was expecting. Um, a mechanical screwdriver that's a handheld. It's basically, I have it here in my desk because it's got a really cool stand. Um, it's thicker than, it's probably as, as thick as a marker and you charge it and you, there's like a left and a right button that will make this, the, the head spin left or right to unscrew the small screws. So I started recently taking apart my phone cause I wanted to, uh, fix my, um, my screen and I've never done anything really like this or never done anything with something that's really valuable <laughs> like this that could go completely wrong, but I went on to iFixit and I watched uh, a video on that and it thankfully worked well, except I did somehow break the speaker or I mightn't have put it back correctly. So now when I'm answering the phone, I don't hear anything. Um, so I have to put on a loudspeaker. Kind of a bummer. I'm going to research how to fix the speaker, um, but i rather the screen isn't cracked than the speaker not working. Because like I said, I, I usually use headphones anyway all the time to answer my phone calls or I use loudspeaker anyway. So it's not the biggest deal. It sucks that I broke it, but hopefully I can go back and fix it as well. So yeah, uh, I bought the Wowstick uh, because of I, had, um, I have a box of screws and screwdrivers and it's taking up just a lot of unnecessary space. And when I researched this Wowstick, it's like it came with like 61 different heads. So I feel like this thing is just what I need to replace all those and it comes in a really slick small compact case um, and they're really it's it's incredibly small and compact you could you could fit in a pencil case and bring them all around with you compared to like this big box I have at the moment that's just I'm eventually gonna have to get rid of anyway because when when we move hopefully back home um they're just too like they're just too big to bring on a plane or something so um yeah um, if I th think of anything else, I'll bring it up. But for now, I think that's it. Um, so yeah, if you're still here, thank you very much. I hope that wasn't too, uh, too un unpleasant to listen to. Um, but another thing I'll go over. Yes, you're hearing only one voice, which is my own voice uh, for this podcast. Um, I am going to be doing this solo, which is kind of scary because I had this fear that like how am i going to be able to create content solo like i'm not very interesting i don't have a lot of interesting things to say but what i'm hoping to do with this podcast uh, over time is bring on some guests that maybe have expertise in revolut or expertise in fintech or expertise at other uh, companies like revolut that would like to kind of like come on and like explain like what's this goal about like what's the end game when it comes to these companies um do they want to completely replace the banks like do they want like no banks anywhere just online retail online banking 
uh, instantaneous payments uh, with online banking, like what's the angle? Um, I think I kind of mentioned party angle, but they could be looking further in the future than that, uh, which is what any good company should be doing. They shouldn't be looking, uh, how can I say this, right? They shouldn't be looking so close that people can guess what they're looking at. They should be looking past that. They should be looking 10 years in the future. Like what's going to happen in 10 years when this business model doesn't work anymore because something else comes along or um, yeah, something else comes along and kind of blows it away. So yeah, uh, that's my hope and that's my goal. Um, right now, there's no one on the guest list. So if there's people listening that know of anyone that would like to come on and have a conversation about, you know, the world of... I know the podcast is called The Revolut Podcast. And ideally, it would be nice to keep it around, like about Revolut. Um, but I'm totally open to the idea of talking about interesting companies doing similar things that we should be aware of and hopefully over time those companies and Revolut can just build and grow and be better um, and and I guess the main reason why I want Revolut to grow is because already I enjoy the app a lot it offers a lot that I use like I pay for like I said the metal so I think it works out at about maybe 13 euro per month um, but the value it saves me per month on say like let, just alone on like I do stock trading through the app and if I wasn't on the metal I'd have to pay like a, a euro for every trade I believe if I go past my limit which I not even I don't even remember what the limit is I just know I would pass it within no time so it just made more sense to be on metal um, I do like how if I use a metal card to pay, there is like a percentage back on every payment I use with metal. It's not enough to cover the, um, I mean, it could be if I spent enough, but it, the percentage is really, really low. But I'm hoping that over time, if it gets busy uh, and Revolut improves, they can like up that percentage, you know? Um, like they're introducing really cool features such as like interest savings accounts, um, I think they were very aggressive in the U.S. with their interest on savings account because Americans are very big fans of interest savings accounts. Um, not as much as in Europe, I don't believe. Like the most common one is about two percent in Europe. But I think in like the U.S., they try and aim for about three to four percent in savings. So I think Revolut did release. Um, I don't know how well it did for them. Hopefully, it did. But um, I haven't seen any reports on like it just brought in a bunch of customers or anything. But hopefully it, it got some heads turning. Um, one question I'd love to ask one of the people at Revolut would be like, if you could just grab, it's going to sound really weird. But like the analogy is kind of like when you grab someone and shake them and you're trying to wake them up is like, you just need to understand, you, you don't understand like how good this is. Um, without them actually physically doing that, like, like, uh, like it's really hard to convince people. Like, it really took a while for me to convince uh, even my uh, partner um, to come on board with Revolut. Like, I it wasn't until like I was like, "Hey, honey, can you uh, sign up? Because I can get like, uh, for every friend I sign up with, I'll get like twelve euro or something." And even then, she was hesitant. But I eventually broke her and she signed up um, and I played around by just sending her like 
<laughs> because in the app you can send people money along with gifts and stuff or send messages and i would send like 50 cents like hey can you put on the kettle just to kind of i don't know make it a bit fun like you know because she was still like hesitant about it um she's not still not using it as as much as i would like her to but she's using it um so yeah it's kind of like how do we convince those people like like not to be hesitant or like not to have doubts or fears like i think a lot of it's people just have fear in that it's not safe or like it could just like take all my money and run away and stuff like that it's i mean you try and tell them like it's legitimate and you try and tell them like they have banks they have banking license they have your money is insured and stuff like that but people are just it's funny it's weird right people are so used to having bank accounts with banks and banks are notoriously known for charging fees and stuff like that and they know that's happening but they don't really question it like my bank in Ireland currently just charged me six euro for a maintenance fee. I didn't make any exchanges or anything with um, that bank with any cards recently. And even my dad, I love him, was like, don't close your bank because you never know. I was like, they're charging me money and I'm not even getting anything for it. Um, why wouldn't I charge? Like, yeah, but what when you know when you need to get a mortgage and stuff like that will that uh lent the time you've had that bank account open will 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 stand for you and like it it won't. I wanted to curse there for a second because I'm Irish and it's just a tendency to do, but I won't. But it doesn't mean diddly squat. I think that someone could walk in and have a bank account for like a space of a year and have the same amount of money going in and out and get the exact same uh like kind of uh, treatment like i think it would hurt me actually uh to use my bank account with uh, ireland now because if i had spent a lot of time like i mentioned uh in an overdraft in negative it looks very bad it's like this person was in negative for like <laughs> i could honestly say guys it could have been four or five years i was continuously just using the overdraft feature just thinking like oh it's just i have that 700 euro um yeah it was so dumb God, I sound. I started off so nice and sophisticated with this podcast, sounding like I might know what I'm about to talk about, and now I'm just like unloading everything that like why you shouldn't listen to me and advice. But all I say is, um, you learn from your mistakes, and hopefully, me talking about my mistakes openly and being embarrassed by them just further just sets that thing in my mind. Like, just don't do that again. Just don't do something that dumb again. But back to my point, like. Uh, people I know, my friends I know, they like to have this bank account with uh, this bank and this bank is charging them fees and they don't look at their bank because they're afraid to look at it. It's just like, I want them just to feel the way I feel when I just look at my app and be like, everything's in control. I've got my pockets, which I think if I was to give any feedback on the pockets, I love them. They just, I was a little bit confused with them a little bit, Um, but I'll, I'll bring that up maybe later on. Um, but they're great uh, now that i understand how they work uh, they're great um, but yeah so i kind of went off on a tangent but my partner is using revolut now i'm not solely revolut but i'm hoping to convince them uh, they have no idea i'm doing a podcast i told them i'm doing a podcast i didn't tell them i was doing a podcast about revolut i think they would very much groan at this point if they heard i was doing that uh, but she grows and she groans at anything i do uh it's just the way um 
but yeah so yeah to go to get back on track about what how i ended up here and what i was talking about was it would be nice to get someone on board uh onto the podcast talking about like you know what's the hardest part about convincing people that this is not like this is a good move if they can they consider to do it like why why are people so hesitant to like come on board like i think people are using it but i still know people that are using it are using it because they use it for um currency exchanging you know like uh, i came to prague and i would just go to the currency exchange office and not understand anything and get money exchanged and think oh i did pretty well and then it's not until uh you do some research and realize wow i was fleeced and for people that don't know what fleece means it was just like you were robbed um yeah i remember fighting not fighting but having like an argument because it was around the time i figured out like oh i should check this and then he quoted me a a price and i thought he was quoting me a price for my dollars that i had and then i was going to get a quote for the euros but he was quoting me a price for both i was like no 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 no, i don't want this and he was like it's too late it's done um that's not how he sounded by the way i i don't know how to do a czech um accent but um he wouldn't he didn't want to give me back the money he said like you'll have to wait three hours until my manager comes i was like all right i'll wait three hours and he kept like negotiating a better price then it was just like oh my god so Eventually, I got something that was very close to what should be the proper exchange rate, and then I never went back to any of them. Um, at that time, I wasn't really using Revolut either. Um, but yeah, people just know it as, I go to a different country, has a different currency, I'll use Revolut because I'll just put some money in it, I'll feel safe, and then after that uh, holiday is over, I won't use it again. I'll just go back using my regular bank because... I don't mind paying fees. Wow, I'm being very negative on the banks and their fees. Like, not Probably not all banks are mean um but i've had banks that are mean so yeah i have to tone it back on that okay so yeah anyway (laughs) point is i would like to get some guests on to talk about interesting things uh educate myself on some things that i'm not aware of because i'm definitely uh i'm learning as i go and it's really really cool it's really helpful it makes me feel like it just makes me feel like dude you're in control you're like, you're almost like, I don't know, I'm a very, I'm very much a video game guy. And I like to think like in the mind of like, you're leveling up and improving. And that's how I feel right now. I feel like I'm still in the beginner slash intermediate when it comes to this. But um, the more and more uh, I learn about it, the more and more I feel more confident about it. And yeah, so I want to hopefully, uh, if you guys are here because you aren't sure about Revolut, um hopefully this will kind of like uh influence you to kind of try it out and see what you think again i'm not endorsed by revolut i don't work for revolut i'm like i mentioned this is the unofficial revolut podcast so uh that went on a bit long so uh i would like to venture over to the news about what's been going on in Revolut and I put together a couple of articles and I'll go over them a little bit quickly. I'm hopefully going to get better at this. Um, It's quite hard to actually find news on Revolut but this is uh, some of the stuff that I managed to pick up. Um, So for anyone that's in Cyprus, uh, Revolut is looking to open as a bank in Cyprus. There's no exact dates and when to expect that. 
Um, but it's something that they're working on. So for people that are on the fence about Revolut in Cyprus, I believe the main reason why people want, uh, you would want Revolut to be officially licensed as a bank in Cyprus is because um, you're just more protected. So people have that to look forward to. Um, in similar news, uh, they have officially opened properly in Latvia. Uh, so people in Latvia, if you have Revolut and you save money in it, uh, you're covered up to a certain amount. I don't know exactly what the amount is. I'm sorry, but uh, check out Revolut's uh, website and you'll be able to find more information about that, I'm sure. Um, let's see. Revolut Junior uh, launches in Singapore. For people that aren't sure about what Revolut Junior is, it is just basically uh, a Revolut app for your children that you can set up... Uh, automatic payments to go out of your account to their account based on if they, you know, do good things or, you know, you can set like tasks for them to do, like clean your room and then you will get your, um, you know, your uh, weekly wages and stuff like that. I have actually, I signed my dog up to it. <laughs> I registered for a card for my dog. I think you had the, they have to be over the age of seven, I believe. Um, I haven't really tried it out yet. I had a like an idea of a YouTube video where I would set my dog to like every time he did like a trick, I would like, you know, release a hundred euro or something like that. I don't know. I need to flush that idea out or something or someone's going to copy it now. Um, but if you do, just make sure to, you know, mention where you came up with the idea. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's very cool. It seems like it's picking up steam. I hear more and more places uh, getting Revolut Junior. I think it's a good idea. I think other apps do that as well, or banking apps do it. And it's just good to uh, get. I mean, I would have loved something like this, I know, as a youngling. Um, it would have taught me more about the importance of like earning money, because I don't think I really learned it. Um, like until much later. Um, and I think when I did start getting money much later, I very much lived the life of paycheck to paycheck. Whereas now I'm very much living the life of, I need to have covered uh, six months of wages um, on hand or something like that. Um, because you never know what could happen at the drop of a hat. Even though like for me, my work situation right now is very much stable and if anything um it's only getting busier which is great um i very much enjoy my work maybe in the next episode i can kind of go into a bit of details what i do um but yeah like i was saying it would have been like really cool to have something like this younger because i would have treated it more like a game um i would have you know cleaned my room and stuff to get money then to buy a game whereas i think as a kid you just kind of like half cleaned your room and then your parents would maybe uh, buy you the game um i'm not saying i had like a great uh like my upbringing was just like a normal kind of upbringing like standard uh family life uh, my dad as a farmer and my mom working as an accountant but not like not like an accountant for a firm or anything like that very much like independent business kind of accountant um but we didn't like struggle or anything we were good um, my parents gave me a very good life from great and taught you know taught me good things that I didn't really kind of discover until much later as an adult that I realized what they're teaching me um, so I appreciate that 
from them very much. So yeah, uh, Revolut Junior, really cool. If you're interested, you can download the app. You can, I think, you can order the card for free for your uh, child with Revolut Junior. I could be wrong on that, but I don't remember. I don't recall when I downloaded a few months ago having to like uh, pay for the card. And if you don't want to order the card, um, I believe they can do the virtual card with the Revolut Junior, but I'm not hundred percent on that. And for anyone that's wondering what, you know, what the virtual card is. Um, instead of having an actual physical card, you can have a virtual card on the app. Basically, it's kind of like Apple Pay. You can just pay for it without ever having a card, which is pretty cool. Um, this was announced a little while ago, um, but I have it on here because I think it's pretty important. But uh, Revolut have um, announced that they're giving flexible working hours and working from home, I believe, uh, for their employees. Um, and from what I remember from the article, it sounded, and hopefully this article is accurate, that it sounded like you can choose hours to work. So if you want to work two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening, two hours at night, I think you can do that. Um, but again, not 100%. If you're working for Revolut and you're not getting this um, <laughs> benefit, maybe check to see if you can or, you know, re-correct me on this. Please do. Um, but I was reading that on an article. I can't recall which one. So, yeah. Uh, other news. Uh, this is one that's uh, close to home for me. And I kind of, I'm, I'm laughing at it because I think it's like too little too late. And you have a lot of ground to make up. Uh, Irish banks in Ireland, of course, are banding together to try and launch a Revolut app competitor or something along the lines. Um this, I think, was announced quite a while ago, and then there's a little bit more news about it, and then there was news recently enough that they got like funding, like $6 million, and since then I haven't heard much else about it. So either it's going well and they're not talking about it, or it's not going well and they're not talking about it. But according to the news that they're trying to do, basically a competitor to Revolut because um, people are taking them seriously like i think a lot of banks probably looked at revolut and being like you're cute yeah you're cute you know giving people the ability to sign up for uh you know accounts and get paid straight away like we won't do that we will make them sign up and make sure that they're in our system and you know god i'm so negative on banks <laughs> oh no the more i talk about it the more it's just coming out of me god it's not a podcast it's like an intervention um so yeah that's the news i don't much else other than that um i mean it's in a way it's good banks are kind of seeing that like revolut's actually a competitor now and they might need to react to it i'm thinking that they're kind of reacting a bit too late to it um revolut seems to be spinning up a lot more wheels and adding more features uh so we'll see what happens um Maybe I'm completely wrong and it might do very, very well, um, but we'll see. Um, other news. Uh, I need to actually quickly Google this one because I don't remember the exact number. Uh, so sorry about this, but I wanted to mention because it was released like a week or so ago that Revolut reached 15 or 20 million. I think it's 15 uh, Revolut uh, user numbers. Uh, do, 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 do. very sorry about this guy 
will this tell me? Uh, this is reporting 19.13 million, but I don't think that's correct. Uh, yeah. Sorry about this, guys. I should have more prepared. I thought I had the number written down. Um, but yeah, their their numbers of users that are using Revolut is growing, um, which is good. Growth is always good. More users will hopefully mean more opportunities for Revolut to kind of like make some kind of system where they can be profitable um, and, you know, obviously pay their employees and customers. But also if there's more people coming on the platform, which means there's more opportunities to gain more um, income, uh, it will just hopefully mean more benefits. Uh, like I think it'd be really cool if when I go to buy a house that instead of me going to a bank for a mortgage, I can just go like, Hey, Revolut, you guys do mortgages? Yeah, cool. Or if they had like some kind of system where if you're a longtime user and like it's really cool, they can see your data, like they can see like what you're doing with uh, your Revolut, like what are you, are you making smart decisions? Um, are you investing in anything? Are you like a good investor? Like all these are, is all this is data that they can be like, okay, it's pretty safe to say you have an income that's coming in regularly. You're making some investments in the stock markets that seem to be beneficial and seem like good trades. You seem to know what you're doing. You're not like uh, being uh, not smart about it, let's say. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I think with banks, it's like, uh, God, I'm being negative again. Stop being negative on banks, please. Um, but uh, I think uh, with banks, they look more at your credit score history. They probably look at all those that data that I mentioned as well, but it seems like in the public mind's eye, it's always spoken about credit card history or do you have a credit card with the bank? You know, they love it if you have a credit card with them. Um, that's like something that they like, I guess. And with Revolut, you don't have a credit card. Um, you can get loans from Revolut or you can get, yeah, you can get Revolut loans at the moment in some locations, I think up to 8,000. And they give you a nice breakdown of like how much interest you pay. Um, I haven't looked into it too much because I can't, I can't apply for it. And I wouldn't really want to apply for it. I might try the application to see what kind of application process it is. Like, is it just something like you apply through an email or is it just like you go through the app and there's kind of like cool stages in the app. It's very interactive. Like I think that is the cool thing about Revolut is like, it's so um, it's not pen and paper. It's like very much through the app um, submit uh, like your information through the app. And you know, there's no phone calls. There's no um, uh, sending letters. There's no, if you want to cop if you have to send them data or like a, a screenshot of your passport you just take a photo and send it through the app it's all like really really like it built in which is incredible um actually on a side note i'll bring up a quick story which kind of blew me away uh well not blew me away but it's just very impressive so um a few months ago i think in november uh just a regular day uh, i got a notification on my apple watch saying you paid for uh i think it just said like google services or something and so i opened up the app and i was like what did i just pay for because i literally had my card in my phone um so i wasn't using it to buy anything i was like do i have a subscription service that activated and stuff 
And then I looked at the the charge. It was like for about 15 euro and they used my card and they charged me in Polish currency. And I was like, what is this? So immediately uh, blocked card. So like just disabled it. And a minute later after it was disabled, it tried to do another charge saying, came back and saying, oh, your charge for YouTube uh, YouTube something uh did not you know was not successful you know to make it successful uh, unblock your card or yada yada yeah i was like okay someone's got my card details this sucks so what did i do i went on to and keep in mind as soon as i got that notification one hour later i'll explain to you what had happened so as soon as that happened i got on to uh, the live agents uh, uh support and because i pay for revolute metal um i think we have I have, we have priority support or maybe other people have priority support too that pay for any uh any of the um of the services but anyway um i went you type live slash or you just live slash agent and you uh leave your question and then they'll say like we'll come back to you and you'll get a notification which i absolutely think is incredibly cool so instead of me having to stay on my phone like i would with a bank or have to wait for their dial tone until someone picks up or and also have to pay for fees uh or not fees but like yeah no like a phone bill fees for like having to call them if my uh, network doesn't cover the, the cost and then eventually get to a point where like oh this sucks or i have to go um so i have to hang up and try again the next day instead i just go live agent revolute i say hey i just got these charges um i can confirm they weren't me um, I blocked my card and then uh, closed the app and then like, you know, five minutes later, I get a question or sorry, not a question, but a reply from one of their service agents. They asked me like some information. I don't I don't remember what the interaction was like. All I remember is the end of the interaction with uh, through the chat was pretty much like, oh, we will investigate this and come back to you when we have more information. So basically they were going to investigate to see if it was a legitimate charge or, you know, where was the, you know, charge and whatever happened. And they said, like, if it is, you know, if it's deemed that um, someone has taken your information, we will refund the charge back and we will also send you a new card and you won't have to pay for the replacement. Because if I had to pay for the replacement card, um, I want to say the metal card replacements, I think they're like 40 quid. Uh, I could be wrong about that. You're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that line and sent this through this app, uh, through this podcast quite a lot. I could be wrong about that. It's gonna be like a T-shirt made at some point. Um, but yeah. Uh, so end of the chat and went about my day. Felt pretty good because like, well, whoever it is, they can't charge me anymore. Uh, thankfully, I was able to block the second one. The second one was only gonna be for fifteen as well, so I could have like lost thirty quid. But an hour, an hour later, exactly, I had gotten a message uh, to my app saying uh, we have refunded the um, chargeback. We are going to continue investigating this to see, you know, more information and we'll get back to you about this. But basically, uh, go and order a new metal card as well through the app and make sure to or I think they even already terminated the the, the metal card that I already had at that point because when it's deemed to be a char if it's deemed to be your information is stolen they just cancel the card 
to prevent anything you know that could possibly happen so this literally was an hour to the minute so an hour to the minute i was getting charged by someone has using my card and charged me money and then from the next hour i had the charge of that right back in my account i could have spent it straight away it was right back in my account the chargeback had went through and i was ordering a new metal card which you know for me arrives within i want to say three to four days is the waiting time on a metal card it's super super fast even during covid when i was um ordering it first it was here within like the week so yeah pretty incredible um so check my phone um but yeah that was my mini story about my first ever chargeback which lasted about an hour and it had a very good ending and everything's all good so um back here to where i was talking about oh sorry i'm gonna pause this now jesse Okay, uh, back again. Sorry, now I had to just make a quick honor up on, oh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? I had to make a stop. Uh, my uh, partner just came back. She was at the hospital. She um, currently has, um, for the past six days, has pains uh, in her stomach um, after she eats something. And they couldn't find anything uh, that's going on. So she has to go back again tomorrow and hopefully they'll be able to see, figure out what's going on. Not too worried. They just said that she should just eat some um, dry bread and some green tea and she'll go there tomorrow and hopefully everything's good. So yeah, um, let me get back on board with this. Uh, there is um, going to be fee increase for Revolut in Ireland, so sticking to the home country. Um, they're upping and changing some of their free fee to the plan of the free plan. Um, if I remember correctly, nothing has been changed on any of the paid plans. It's just the free, f uh, the free plan. Um, one of the things I know is that you can... The, the old way used to be is you can withdraw up to 200 from any bank and after that there would be a fee charged. Now you can withdraw up to 200 without any fees but you can only do minimum uh, five transactions. So if you do five transactions and let's say you only spent you only withdraw 100 your next transaction will have the fees applied to it. So it's kind of like either or will trigger it. So either they'll hit the 200 and those five transactions don't care. They could do it in one transaction and the fees will happen or they could do five transactions, only have withdrawn a hundred euro uh, in all those five, but after that, the fees will be applied. So um, that's what's changing there. Um, so if you're in Ireland and you're worried about this, head over to Revolut's website and check that out because it might be affecting you. And also just to be on the safe side as well, if you're on any of the paid uh, fees, uh, just double check. I'm pretty sure that nothing's changing for any of the premium services on Revolut. Um, so yeah, that is kind of the main points I wanted to cover. I was thinking about having a section where I would maybe delve into a quick stock portfolio update. Um, I have been stock trading with Revolut um, for quite a about half uh, maybe half a year 
let's say, like properly for half a year. And until recently, I started to diversify. So I had, I, like my longest stock that I have that I haven't sold is Coca-Cola. Um, and I want to keep that because I like the idea of dividend payments. And people are wondering, hey, can I get paid dividends through uh, Revolut? They do pay dividends through Revolut. So um, there's a, quite a few number of stocks out there that do dividend payments. Uh, Coca-Cola is one of them. But I was just running Coca-Cola with Neo um, for the longest time. Just investing when Coca-Cola went down, I I buy some shares. I'm trying to buy in a Coca-Cola if the price drops around to 48 to forty nine dollars, I'll I'll buy a share or two. Um, so on Coca Cola, I'm currently in the green. Um, I have if I was to sell them off right now, it says I would have uh, made twenty six dollars. Um, my stock portfolio is down because we are kind of going through a very interesting patch at the moment. Um, but maybe this is not an interesting patch. Maybe this is normal because I haven't really. I haven't really been involved in the stock market this diversified um, before. So I decided to sell my shares in NEO when they reached $62. Um, and very, very, very happy I did because not long after that, maybe a week, they were dropping. So I bought back into it a little because they dropped down to $42. Um, and I have a kind of feeling about NEO. It uh, has been my biggest uh, return in my portfolio um, so I used that money when I sold each stock um, I sold all the stocks in EO and then I used that money to invest into more secure slash let's say not big jumpers but kind of stable in the long term another pause sorry again guys I had to do another uh, quick pause um, still getting back into podcasting and understanding my surroundings around it i have to get used to it again um which is hinting that i used to podcast hmm that'll be another thing you'll have to come back in another episode to find out more about um if you care <laughs> hopefully you do but yeah, so uh, I was discussing um, about stocks and using Revolut for stock uh, market and selling, uh, selling, sorry, Neo and deciding to diversify into a bunch more companies that are kind of, I want to say safe bets, but just because I'm saying safe bets, please don't like think that means, oh, you guys should invest in them too, but um, I'll just name them out, uh, what I've got, and then... If people have questions about them or something, I don't know. But uh, AT and T is my first. Apple is my second. Um, uh, Coca Cola. I have seven. Oh, I'll say how many stocks I have actually. Uh, AT and T. I have eight shares. Apple. I've got seven shares. Coca Cola. I have currently seventeen shares. Comcast. I have two. Johnson and Johnson. One. J P Morgan. Five. Which J P Morgan has been the best so far. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, that one has just been going up, thankfully. Uh, Microsoft uh, to Neo, I'm back up to 15 as of today. Um, uh, Nike, I have seven. Peloton, I bought one just now for, and that brings me up to three. 
uh, Pfizer, I have two. Reality Income, I have six. And Walt Disney, I have four shares. Um, that is currently my portfolio as it stands right now. Stands at $6,535. Uh, I was to sell everything right now. Which if I was to do that, I have to do very quickly because it's only another nine minutes till everything closes. Um, I'm down 2.34%, uh, which translates over to $156.58. Um, but I am not sweating. Um, I feel confident in my choices just because I know there's going to be rocky parts with them. But I feel like over time, they've just proven to be pretty good in terms of just growing over time. Um, I just wish I kind of started a bit sooner because if I made these same investments a year ago, um, some of them would have doubled, I believe. But we'll see how this goes. Um, and yeah, so that's my stock portfolio. Neo was very fun to play around with when I first got into the stocks because I was getting in involved in Neo when it was like ten dollars, I think. Um, and it was kind of like crazy low, and that netted me. I want to say like my total profit from buying in and Neo and selling and at one point having 52 shares and selling them off, I want to say I got about a thousand uh, on top of what I've uh, invested. So it was, it was quite cool. Kind of gave me a bit like of a good job. Um, I felt there was times where I wanted to sell, but I kind of held in and bought more when it went down. Now it's really down. Like it's never been down this much. I'm very happy I sold because I think, God, I lost. I would have lost a lot at the price it is at right now. So, but yeah. So I'll have a. I'll stock. I'll have. A, I'll try and keep a stock update. Um, if people are interested in that. Um, I'll give like out. Uh, if I can think of any trades I've done, I'll mention each podcast. Um, but I'll give out my current value and see how much that changes each week uh, which could be pretty cool to do so something to come back and see how things are going um, I'm not going to be bummed like if that drops for next week like that you know if it went down more than that I'm completely fine with that um, I'm not going to there's nothing there that I want to jump out of because I'm unsure about it if I'm being totally honest though the Peloton one I'm kind of maybe not sure, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but that's it, really. So, God, this has gone 51 minutes. Uh, I don't think there's anything much else on the agenda that I wanted to cover. Um, let me just take a quick look over it. Uh, I had like a tip of the week idea. And the one that comes to mind for people to try because I've done it recently, or maybe not recently, but a while ago, I definitely did this, where I had to pay for a fee on a website that I wasn't very comfortable about paying. Um, like, just say, for example, you're in a different country and you have to pay, like, for a parking fee or something, and it's kind of dodged and you're not really sure and you'd really feel bad if they got your information. Um, you can just create a virtual card uh, or the virtual a disposable virtual card it's called so in the app you can go and create a disposable purchase purchasable card and there's no fee for doing it you can just basically create a card on the spot pay for whatever you have to pay for 
and then you can just throw away that card and reissue a new one for the next one you want to do. So even if they go and try and use that card anywhere, like if they got your information, they don't got nothing. They literally got nothing. You're safe. Um, you paid for your parking and they didn't get away with any money. So um, I've used it. Uh, the odd time it's come up where I'm like, I don't feel comfortable about this website. And a lot of like payments are just gone online now, especially with COVID and stuff. So if you're ever paying for something on a website that you just don't know, I mean, if you're paying for something on a website, you just don't know, you probably shouldn't be buying something because you just run the risk of not uh, getting it. But if you're paying for something that you know you're going to get straight out, straight away because it's like physically going to be sent to you and stuff or not physically going to be sent to you but like if you know you're going to be fine but you just feel like in long term if they had your information you'd be a bit worried about it disposable card look it up it's very very cool uh definitely recommend it so that'd be my tip of the week for this week so um but yeah guys just like another recap uh i'm gonna wrap up the show here um if you've been listening from the beginning till now for episode one thank you very much um really hope you uh, enjoyed some of it i'm very much interested in getting some feedback so i'll drop my links um at the very very end uh but i just want to kind of go over it and kind of just reiterate like again i'm doing this podcast because uh one i want to do podcasting again and two uh, i really really like the brand and i like the product like a lot and I want to know more about it and I want to be able to teach people about it because I think the more people that know about it and the more people that come on board, the better it is for everyone in the long term. Like really, I do I do think that the more people come on board, the more we can get hopefully in the long term. Like 10 years down the line, it'd be very interesting to see how everything is. And hopefully 10 years down the line, it's still a thing and you're not re-listening to this podcast to be like, oh, this would be funny to listen to that company that's shut and there's this Irish guy talking about how great the app is. Let's, you know, have a laugh. I really hope that's not going to be like the situation. Um, But it has definitely, it's helped and improved and made me a bit smarter. Uh, Well, it definitely made me smarter when it comes to basically being an adult and when it comes to money and uh yeah for sure and there's just cool things about it so i'm hopefully going to talk about those cool things and people uh who have questions or you know i'm going to do my best to like answer questions if possible um i'm not going to promise i'm going to get to every question guys but i will do my best to try and cover it and do some research as this is uh, uh something i'm doing in my spare time I want to keep it to a weekly podcast. I want to stick to my, um, I want to stick to a recording of the podcast every Wednesday and posting hopefully on Thursday. That's going to be the schedule. So every Thursday you'll have an episode to look forward to. Um, so keep coming back on Thursday. If you're subscribing on any of your podcast subscriptions, you'll just get notified when the podcast drops and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, if you want to reach me, uh, the, only, the only things I'll use really right now are, um, I'm just going to use my my Twitter for now. Um, so, if you're looking for me on Twitter and want to send me a tweet, uh, just 
at uh, I might have to change my name on Twitter actually because it's kind of a dumb name, but it's it's uh, reckoning reckoning ID, and the way it's spelled, I'm gonna I definitely have to change this because it's just gonna be really confusing. Uh, so reckoning is spelled R three C K O N I N G and I D. Um, yeah, really dumb. I don't know. It's my it's my gamer tag. So, uh, yeah, I might need to update that to be a bit uh, easier to find for sure. Uh, yeah. So, guys, again, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, I decided that I would do this podcast because one, I posted a, like a kind of mini trailer on Anchor for it, and surprisingly, people have listened to it around the world. Uh, and it's only a trailer, like a minute for the thing, but I guess. For some analytics, United States, 28%, Poland, 14%, France, Canada, Switzerland, people in Switzerland listening to this, holy crap, Slovakia, Spain, and Hungary, um, people have listened to it. Primarily, this is interesting, on Apple Podcasts, so Apple Podcasts, even though I'm on a lot of devices, um, uh, iPhone is proper, <laughs> I don't know if I should be discussing stats, but why not? Apple Podcast is the choice, Overcast is the next one, and then Other, it says. So, um, yeah, interesting data, but this kind of preemptively, like, kind of said to me, like, okay, give it a try. Um, there's some people listening. Hopefully, we can make something fun out of this whole experience and add a bit of, uh, share the knowledge, share the wealth, um, share the experience. So, guys, as long as outro, I just don't want to end. I want to keep talking because I like to talk. But yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Very much appreciate it. Stick around for the next episode, which will be out next week. And hopefully we'll have a bit more interesting news and some exciting things to announce in terms of like more ideas for the podcast. So thank you. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Peace.